0: Hello, and welcome to Tales Tales of the Road Warriors. Today we're talking with Gary Mazzola. Gary Michael Mazzola is a talented Tehachapi songwriter with an exceptional voice and a gift for writing lyrical, approachable songs about life and love. He's played with many talented musicians during his long musical journey and honed his craft In numerous band incarnations since his father gave Gary his first real guitar when he was just 13 years old. Mazzola has been writing songs all his life and for the past few years since developing Parkinson's disease he's devoted all his time to the art form. Gary says the way I see it as long as I can still control the tremors and play I have a responsibility to myself to do what I love. I get up each morning get ready for the day Go into my studio and start writing. That's my life and I love it, unquote. One of the topics I talked about with Gary is Parkinson's disease. Gary has had this debilitating disease for years. It attacks a person's motor skills so they're not able to move as fast as they can think. It can be extremely frustrating. One of the more unpredictable results of the effects Parkinson's has had on Gary was unintended, unpredictable, yet not all bad he has become proficient at playing slide guitar because it has become too difficult for him to form chords on the neck of the guitar with his hands. These days, he's considered an accomplished bottleneck slide guitar player. One door closes and another opens. Gary's now directing plays as well. He went into some detail about his current project, Young Frankenstein, The Musical, it seems Mel Brooks wrote a musical stage version of this famous movie, complete with songs and choreography, and Missoula is directing a theatrical group into Tehachapi, where it is being performed by the locals. So, uh, without any further ado, let's uh let's talk to Gary.
1: I've got a hole in my pocket, and
0: so, how are you feeling, man?
1: Oh, I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling okay. I have ups and
0: downs, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm directing a play right now. Directing a play? Yeah. Young Frankenstein. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, was that... A musical. Yeah, did somebody convert it into a play, or did um, Mel Brooks... Mm-mm. Mel Brooks
1: converted it into a musical. Oh, okay. You know, with all the music
0: to it, too. I'll be darn. I yeah. wish I could attend, but I'm in Philadelphia. Maybe <laughs> yeah. turn on Skype next time you perform <laughs> yes. watch it. I'll just here.
1: We performing
0: in February. Yeah. Do you live near an airport or or just uh, hear a plane? Yeah, that's an airplane. Look, look Mom. It's not the train.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, it's it's really it's 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 kind of a struggle you know because I I get I get to my computer and I try to record songs and stuff yeah and if I if the medications haven't kicked in I can barely hold my hands straight on the thing but then when they kick in I'm all over
0: it yeah I mean? and it's a constant struggle to find the right dosage
1: yeah it really is
0: yeah I so. have to
1: overlap them well yeah.
0: <laughs> how many. Different uh, things do you need to take? Like
1: I take three medications for it, and uh, I take them three times to four times a day, depending upon how long my day is.
0: Man, you know, a lot of times I look at you and I think that's me, and then I realize it's you. Yeah. <laughs> so I I have to get it some new frames so that I really get, get really can get confused.
1: <laughs> there we are. We're twins.
0: Yep. So you know, I actually met you once a really long time ago, and DJ was living in Philly. He had moved back here. I was still there, and he came out to visit. And he rented that white—I uh, think it was a convertible. It's like a, it was a Mitsubishi something. And
1: oh, it was a convertible,
0: a white convertible. Yeah, you remember it? And yeah, we I stopped do. and saw you. There was somebody else there too. I think there were some people, but I remember you specifically.
1: Yeah, they were in the park. Yes. You were in the park playing music.
0: Right, so you remember too.
1: Yeah, I remember that too.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the only that's when I was introduced to you.
1: You were you were living in uh, Cal, Cal City or something?
0: Studio City, I think. Uh no, uh, Van Nuys.
1: Van Nuys. Okay. Yeah,
0: I was in Van Nuys at the time. I lived there a long time and working in a bar in Studio City and then hosting the open mic and showcase at the Chimney Sweep in Sherman Oaks. And uh I was like all over the place, I they had me substitute it every now and then at um, at Highland Grounds. It used to be Billy, Bro- Billy Block's uh, Western Beat, but then Brett Perkins took it over. And then he asked me once in a while to host there for him. Then I got tapped to host um, Rusty Surf Ranch in Santa Monica. Did you ever play there? No. No? no? That was a cool place. It's probably still there.
1: I played at the Muse, uh, and I played at... Um Genghis
0: Cohen's. How long? There play there a few times or no, just, just once. the one time? You know, it's funny. I played at Genghis Cohen and it was me, Lisa Nemzo, who I know you're good friends with, and a guy named uh, Ellis Paul. Do, oh, do, you, do you know who Ellis he is? So We had Ellis
1: Paul play here in Tatchby.
0: Right. Ellis Paul had like four people there. I was talking to him out in the hallway. I, I caught him on the way out to tell him he had a, did a great set. And he was getting in his car to drive away. And I said, oh, you're not going to stay? He goes, no, nah, I got to get going. I have a gig in San Francisco. And then after that, I have a gig in San Diego. And I'm thinking, who would book a tour like that? Where you go to LA, then go San Francisco, then down past where you just were to San Diego. Yeah. That's insane. So he was on Rounder Records. And I don't think they gave him any tour support. Although... You know, there, there, there. It's a very small label, and so I thought. But he's, I think he's still with them.
1: Okay, when I was when I played the Genghis Khan, this is what happened. I played there with my group, uh, acoustic, uh, acoustic planet. Yeah, and my drummer was Lisa Nemzo. <laughs> she played percussion for me.
0: Okay, cool.
1: Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty neat, you know.
0: Yeah. So you must
1: getting her to play percussion for me, and she sang some harmonies. I was gonna say
0: that. I hope she did some backing vocals because she's got a great voice.
1: Yeah, she did. Yeah. She's she's a wonderful friend.
0: Yeah, because a lot of times I see your name and her name together, so I know you're pretty tight.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I really like her a lot. I I used to go see her. I was a big fan when I and back in this, back in the day, back in during the blah blah cafe days.
0: Oh, see, I don't go that. I don't think I remember her from that far back. The first time I became aware of Lisa, I was a bartender at the Blue Lagoon Saloon in Marina Del Rey, and I just remember that. Like, I always forget the title of the song. She does a lot of harmonics. Oh yeah,
1: those, in, in this uh,
0: one song, it's got like a whole yeah, middle I mean, section of her doing is. this crazy ass harmonica lead thing, yeah. and it just blew me blew me away i had i was bartending and I stopped what i was doing i'm like wow you know because that that's some impressive playing so i've been a fan of hers ever since you know and she's got a great stage presence she's a rocker she's every she's every bit as good as joan jett joan's a local philly girl here but uh i'm a i'm more of a lisa fan yeah me too now how did you meet dj where where'd you dj and i met
1: at the um uh that that restaurant down in Santa Santa Monica,
0: where, the uh, singing waiter place where I worked with. Them? Yeah, the, yeah. The Great American, yeah. Food, and Beverage American Company. Food and Beverage Company. So you went in as a customer one night. I
1: at, no, I went in as a as a as a busboy. Oh, you worked there. And yeah, and then uh, they were going to train me to uh, work behind the bar, the the uh, ice cream bar.
0: Yes, because I did and then that.
1: DJ and I decided to leave town. <laughs> <laughs> where did you go? That, like that, for that. I but, got your uh, job then. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was okay. I, I like the ribs. <laughs> I love
0: being able to take a break and eat those ribs. Oh, man, those ribs were to die for. And they I never were. thought I'd like beef ribs ever again. Yeah, me too. Because like now, I, when I eat ribs, it has to be like baby backs or uh, I don't even like St. Louis ribs as much as I love baby backs, but nothing beat those beef ribs. But no, nobody in the world. makes them like that. I, I haven't found yeah. ribs like that since.
1: But we had a lot of fun playing there and uh, playing. Uh, your mama don't dance and your daddy don't rock and roll.
0: You know, I try. I was DJ's doing, version of that. I was doing a gig with DJ the other day at the the market where we play once a month or so, and. Uh, you know, we we trade off like, what do you want to play? And, and I'll go, let's do this. He goes, okay. And then he he'll do let let's do this, and we do that. Then I it was my turn. I said, let's do Mama Don't Dance. no, nah, I don't want to. He's like so burned out on that song, which is a shame because it's you know the shoppers don't care. They love that stuff. <laughs> if we but you know try telling DJ that. <laughs> I always like that. You want a to dance your daddy, you daddy you to run and roll. You, you want to dance, dance you daddy, daddy do run, run and roll. <laughs> you want to dance you daddy to run and roll. Stuff. That's funny. The other day I was singing over the phone with uh, Danny Cowrie. Did, did you know Danny by any chance? No. So you weren't there when the flies formed, the, the group no, in the I kitchen?
1: I wasn't there. I was there around the time the sh- sh- streaker came through.
0: I missed that. See, so you were and uh,
1: I was there on a real short period of time.
0: Yeah, you probably so I really, left.
1: I didn't really get any, have any relationships with anybody except DJ there. Yeah,
0: uh, so you, you two just kind of bonded right away, huh?
1: We just hit it off. Yeah, Just right away.
0: <laughs> I see why now because you look like me, and he and I were like <laughs> partners in crime for a long time. <laughs> so no,
1: no, you look like me. <laughs> that, you're right. I'm, that's I'm right. i 68. <laughs> that's right. You're
0: older than me. <laughs> It's, it's, uh, I wish I had worked there when you worked there. It would have been a lot of fun, I think.
1: Yeah, we, we had a good time.
0: So how long did you work for? More At least a month, right? Yeah, about two months. About two months. So now, in that two months, has any good stories come out of there?
1: Well, the stories really started after that. We went up to, we went up to uh, Isla Vista, and we were, our, our plan was to hitchhike across the country. So we got as far as Isla Vista. <laughs> and uh, they had this uh, salad bar that were that was there. And uh, we DJ knew the guys in the salad bar because they were from Philly, some of them from Philly. And uh, we went and stayed and crashed in their crash pad, which was a bunch of mattresses on the floor in a in a in a uh, apartment building.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And they used to uh, they used to take breaks and go up on the roof of the salad people. It was called the salad people bar. And, uh, we, they go up on the roof and hang out up there and get sun, sunbathed and play music. And, and then they come down and they make salads for people. And then they'd go surfing. And then DJ and I would run the salad bar for a while. I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I was taking orders. <laughs> Leave
0: it to DJ though. Was, go
1: find it. A- we were, you know, we were taking a lot of drugs and, uh, um I I just remember being tripping on, on some something and uh, i I walk into the kitchen and DJ's in the kitchen. He's been in the kitchen all his life, you know.
0: Yeah, he's been yeah he knows his way around it. Yeah. So
1: he's got this knife and he's cutting carrots and he's going and I'm tripping and I'm looking at him and I'm going Oh, man. <laughs> he's got this <laughs> knife, and he's
0: this big knife, and he's going. To... <laughs> Chef DJ. To him, it's nothing By the anymore. way, if anybody is just tuning in, and maybe you just discovered this podcast, DJ is DJ Barker. He's a friend of mine from Philadelphia who I grew up with, and uh, we'll probably be talking to him any day now. Yeah,
1: and uh, we, we did a lot of that and um, played a lot of music. DJ on the Pots and
0: Pans? Pardon me? Did, did DJ played the Pots and Pans for percussion out of the kitchen?
1: No, no, he didn't. He just, he, just, he had a, he had a, a, what kind of a guitar did he have? It was a black. Uh, ovation? No, it wasn't an ovation. It was a, a Washburn. A
0: Washburn, yeah.
1: When he, he finally did hitchhike across the country with it, somebody ripped him off.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. man. Yeah, that
1: was kind of a drag.
0: I know that feeling. I had a lot of equipment once stolen stolen out of a truck after a gig. The next day, I still had it in my truck, and I had to go to work. And I was just too tired to unload it. Somebody unloaded it for me, and I stopped playing music for about two years after that. I was so yeah, well,
1: this, this thing disillusioned. He, he was he was getting a bribe from somebody, and he got out of the car for just a minute, and the guy took off. Oh, man. All this stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah. It happens. Now, that's what I call a tale of the road warrior, when, when that happens to you, and it's like hard to recover from that stuff. Yeah, it is.
1: But I, uh, I went, went, we went back east, but we went different times. I went by myself, and he went by himself, charged back.
0: So just before I called you, I was listening to, uh, once again, for probably fourth or fifth time I listened to it, Hole, hole in, the, in My Pocket
1: in my pocket.
0: Yeah, great song. I mean, it's just like Thank a. Thank you. It's just so e- infectious, the beat and the. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yeah.
1: I did some stuff in there. I did. There was one thing I did in that song that really makes it makes it really uh, grabs you. Yeah. I, I went to you know I went to Memphis, not uh, a couple of years a few years ago, and uh, they were talking about uh, Johnny Cash. Yeah. And how Johnny Cash used to put a. Uh, uh two-dollar bill in the in the uh neck of his guitar, and do this. Oh yeah, yeah, progression yeah! Progression thing on his guitar, and so I came back and I started thinking about using that. And so I started using it, and I tried it in several songs I've I've recorded, and that's one of them because you you put that 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 train. Yeah, up, where where do you put you, the you, bill? You, Grab a guitar, show it, me. Just put it in your put the, in your in guitar, the neck? you know.
0: I got a guitar. You know, I got it right up here, too. Does it have to be a $2 bill?
1: <laughs> no, I think it can be anything.
0: Uh, all I have are singles right now. <laughs> you no,
1: know, it's got, um... Oh, I got this tune, weird. But anyway, you put, um... You just put your hand over it, you or something. You put that in against what you're doing chord-wise on a guitar... Uh... On a, a recording, and, oh, you've so got, and you've got this in the background, and you just—it just becomes infectious.
0: And you just use the bill to mute the sting with the the string. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, it it does. It has. It just adds this extra energy to it that, like you it said, sure it pulls does. you in.
1: It moves the song along. Yeah, if you're
0: moving. And it doesn't hurt that you know it's got great lyrics, and uh, you know, uh, written by Thanks. a great singer songwriter. Name named uh, Gary Mazzola, well, you know him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I got to tell you, Lisa, Lisa critiqued it for me. Critiqued my, she liked it a lot, and she, um, she told me to uh, sing, sing on the rhythm, because I was going a little too fast. I would uh-huh. get through the, you know, instead of going, uh, you know. Uh, You know, to to be able to use my voice and the lyrics.
0: Right, as the the rhythm, rhythm instead of being being a beat ahead or a beat behind, she wanted you to write on them. Because I tend to do that, too. I know what she's talking about.
1: Yeah, I did that, and it just made a huge difference. She's she's a valuable resource for me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Actually, she's like a national treasure, but hopefully I'll get to talk to her, and hopefully more people will discover her. Although she's got a pretty large fan base, I think. We got to get you, we got to get you out there though.
1: Well, yeah, I'd like people to hear some of my stuff. Yeah. That would be nice. I got my new albums out. It's called, uh, uh, Golden Days. It's on iTunes and it's on just about everywhere you want to go.
0: Well, I definitely want you to, um, before we sign off, you know, to plug all, uh, whatever projects you're working on. So,
1: well, that's the main one right now. I've got videos, uh, for most of the songs up on YouTube on my, uh, it's, uh, it's a YouTube slash user slash G-A-M-A-Z-Z 50. And that's my uh, YouTube channel.
0: All right. Well, I'll make sure it's in the show notes too, because with each podcast, I have a, a website too called, you know, tales of the road warriors.com. So each episode will have its own show notes and I'll make sure when we air yours, that all that stuff's there so that people can just click on it. Cool. So, so make sure you send me that, you know, that stuff. Uh, just message it to me so that I could copy and paste it. Uh, okay. All so that everybody has that available to them at the yeah. click of a mouse. Most
1: of my stuff is under Gary Michael Mazzola.
0: Oh, okay. So, I guess that means your middle name is Michael.
1: Yeah, that would, that would
0: be <laughs> the case. <laughs> Gary Michael Mazzola. Yeah, you know, it's funny because. Uh, I go by Hal Aaron and Hal Cohen, but my full name is Hal Aaron Cohen. So it depends on what project I'm working on as to what name I attach to it.
1: Well, you know, I, I was a I was a videographer in another life.
0: That's what I wanted like to that, talk about.
1: And that's what, what and I know you you're a videographer too. And
0: uh, uh, I play. I just play I, I just around. I decided
1: when I retired. When I retired, I would just. Uh, do music in my video and so uh, they kind of fit together
0: now you worked yeah. for you worked for npr right like a uh no I,
1: no I worked no i worked for a um, I worked for a, a, a abc affiliate and a cbs affiliate
0: so what kind and of projects uh, did you work on Whoa, train time wait don't leave
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, i live about i live about two blocks from the train
0: Oh yeah, he's. It sounds like he's ready to just like plow right through your apartment. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, uh, what, was gonna, what was I
0: saying? I was asking asking you what uh, I, I, when you worked with uh, the ABC affiliate. What um, kind of projects did you work on?
1: I did mostly commercials, but I did a lot of television shows too. I did a, I did a music country music show I produced one time, and um, I did uh, infomercials. Car commercials, what's, all sorts of stuff. Now I do just what I want to do.
0: Right now, what's your, what's your favorite kind of music? Is it country or, or rock? Or like, I hear a little. No, I like of,
1: everything. Well, my absolute favorite is kind of Steely Dan stuff.
0: Can't go and, wrong uh, there.
1: No, and uh, but I did. But this last album I did was more country oriented. It just came out that way. You know, sometimes it, I sit down at the piano, sometimes I sit down at the guitar. Yeah. It, Never I think
0: sometimes our DNA takes us back to that country style because if you grew up in America, it's like it's just embedded.
1: Yeah, it is. But I've been loving playing. Uh, I, I love to play slide. Blues yeah. is just a real home for me. I,
0: <laughs> yeah, you
1: know, I really enjoy the blues, and that's kind of where holding your pocket came out of. it. I got to play the slide on that.
0: Yeah. That's got a kind of how, like a howling wolf kind of feel to it now that you mention yeah. it.
1: Yeah. It's, um, uh, you know, I, and I taught myself how to play the slide. After I got Parkinson's, I taught myself how to play the slide because um, I, I always wanted to play the slide, and I just never really took it seriously. And then one, so then I started getting up every morning.
0: Uh-huh. And, uh huh.
1: And before I took my pills, before I did anything, I'd go into the studio. I plug in my electric guitar and I would play, start playing slide guitar. All right. It's something that I was I was recording and I keep trying to play it and keep going through it and I'd, I'd watch videos on YouTube and you know I wanted to, I wanted to play like Joe Walsh or Bonnie Raitt or
0: uh Ry Cooder. You
1: know, Ry Cooder, you know, people like that and just uh
0: Bonnie's so, my yeah. favorite though out of all the names you mentioned. Love Bonnie. Yeah.
1: Stole a lot of licks from her. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, that's why, uh, you know, I just really enjoyed it. And I, So I took my, I had my old Martin. My old Martin's, uh, it was a Martin that I got in the 70s, and it doesn't have a truss rod in it. It's, it's not uh, a great guitar for uh, now. Is, you know, a, is the action a little screwed up? The next kind of a, a little high, so uh, yeah. So I decided to start playing slide on it. So I, I put in a tuning, and it just makes a great slide guitar. So I put in a tuning or e tuning and just go. go yeah, you're in trouble without
0: a truss rod, but I suppose if you use it for slide work, it's perfect.
1: It is, it really is. It works good. This is this is right now, it's in it's in uh, it's in uh. uh kind of tuning for uh, sweet, uh, uh, sweet Judy Blue Eyes because I, I learned how to play that the other day uh, and that, watching some guy on the internet
0: that's the whole thing's done in open tuning like that because I play it but I yeah. play it in regular tuning
1: oh no man it's, it's cool it's, it's played
0: I do uh, 4 and 20 in that tuning Pardon? Are you, I do the song 4 and 20 in that tuning off the same album.
1: See, all these three, four strings are tuned to the same note.
0: Oh. And interesting. Same, and this string's tuned to the same note, so now you got this.
1: So it's kind of uh-huh. good. That's, it was fun. I found out how to play it. I went, yeah. And then I got one of those harmonizers.
0: So I have, I have one of tele- the Telecon? Uh, yeah. Uh,
1: acoustic uh, vocalist or something? Yeah. And uh, I put in the, they have a setting in there, Sweet Judy Blue Eyes setting.
0: Uh-huh. For
1: three voices. Yeah. And so, so I play it now. I put that in that setting, and I'm going, I'm doing the whole 3 Oh, it must thing.
0: sound amazing.
1: It's really fun.
0: Yeah. See, I use a, I use a harmonizer, but I don't. I, I, I haven't used it on Sweet Judy Blue Eyes yet, but I I have the Boss uh, Singer VE8, um, and it has, like, a, three pedals on it. One's for the guitar, like, if enhances the guitar sound. One's for the, uh, the vocals, like the harmonizer. And the third one is a looper. So it gives you, like, all the...
1: This has a looper in it, too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah Helicon, it's TC Helicon, Helicon makes some pretty hellacious stuff. So tell me about, get me... Uh, get us up to date on, on, what, on what's going on now. You're directing the play.
1: Directing a play, and uh, I'm working on some new songs that I just wrote. I wrote a new song about the, my muse. It's called The Muse, um, which I'm going to put out before long. I, I'm starting to collect songs for a new album. Wrote,
0: how, many, uh, how many songs are you looking to get on it?
1: Well, if I I'd like to get at least twelve, my last one was sixteen.
0: You write all but, your own stuff, or you do other people's stuff to you know, like fill in uh, the- uh,
1: I do I do some stuff from people who uh, who I've known who have passed away uh, that that have. Yeah. Why
0: wait that long? You know, DJ's got a whole lot of stuff. Maybe do cover one of DJ's.
1: I'd love to do a DJ song.
0: It just dawned on me. I mean, I I, I think he's written so many. He songs was telling
1: me there was a song that he had of, that he wanted me to sing. Oh really? Uh, oh, I you never, should do it. I think that would be great.
0: You. You'd, you'd be happy. He'd be stoked, and uh, that's a win-win. Do you yeah, know which I song did he say which songs. one it was?
1: Love to do one of your songs.
0: Oh, hey, which one? Do you know? Do you, I don't know. I'll have to send you some to choose from. Send me something. All yeah, right,
1: I'd be glad to do with somebody else's some music. Okay. And I'd love him to do mine. You know? <laughs> yeah. It'd be nice to be. Able I can to see me something. doing
0: hole in my pocket. That's that's yeah, that's, that's up my alley. I that. love that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, I got a friend who's doing that.
0: Yeah, so yeah,
1: well, you got anybody on, on this
0: coast doing it? You need, I could help you spread the you know spread the love.
1: <laughs> no, you're certainly welcome to do any of my stuff.
0: Oh, thanks, Gary, and vice versa, first okay, vice
1: We'll do
0: it. All right, all right. I'll send you uh, some stuff. See if you like anything. I know. I know. DJ's got. He's written so many songs in the last two years that there's got to be like something it. that you would want to do because he's 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 just become very prolific. Yeah. I mean, just it came out of the blue. He went years and years and years, didn't write anything. Just was very discouraged about it. I've had a writer's I've had writer's block for quite a few years myself, but I still like to be around writers and you know creators it's just it's
1: you know i think the best thing to do when you have writer's block is to write get up every morning and write uh, do your artist way pages you know uh, do like three pages of just stream of consciousness writing and just do that every morning and after two or three weeks of that you start writing again
0: well you know it's not like i don't write it's just i don't write songs because i do a lot of blogging and stuff uh, but just no songs have coming out have really come out of it but then i'm thinking you know what maybe this is what i really my passion is just to write it doesn't have to rhyme and it doesn't have to be set to music i'm a writer right so if i
1: but i find i find if i get all the crap out of my brain and write it all down right stream of consciousness writing
0: right unedited and it, and
1: it opens and up the channels to be able to do other stuff
0: yeah i agree I agree, so I should take your advice. just grab a pen, grab a paper do you, do you use a pen or a, you, you type it into the computer?
1: just don't even worry about what you're writing just, just keep it going
0: yeah, that's much more organic that way, but to, no, I was asking if you type it or do you write it with a pen like pen in hand or a
1: yeah, pen in hand
0: yeah but i I, I have to see. dig out my old I have a few blank notebooks like I started to write stuff in them, and then I stopped. Have to
1: then you don't a, even have to go back and look at it, you know. You yeah, just write yeah. the stream of consciousness and just get it all out of your system. Yeah. And then you go to your computer and you type in lyrics. and
0: Right, <laughs> the, the stuff that sticks.
1: Stuff that sticks. Very good advice. If I was going to say anything about what I'm doing with music is, uh, you know, if you get Parkinson's and you're a musician... It's really easy to just give up and just forget it. I, 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 that's not in my nature. This is this is the uh, this is the most creative I've ever been in my life. I'm I've written more songs than, since I got Parkinson's than anything. I've got ten albums out now. Damn. And and uh, I got more in me. So uh, as long as I got stuff in me, uh, it's worth going on. You know.
0: Yeah. You want to see what happens next and you you want to see what yeah. the next thing to come out of you it's like uh it's fantastic
1: yeah i mean when i get done doing an album i think to myself well, where am i gonna go now you know and uh but then something comes up something comes out
0: i think i think between what you got in you and then you know some people like, like us want, would love to see you cover their songs well what? i think
1: i think uh uh musicians have, artists in general have a responsibility to express themselves because when you're given the ability to do what we do it's, it's uh, important for you to express yourself and, and put your best effort forward and show people that are out there that maybe are on the, on the edges that there's things that they can do and, and don't give up just keep going, you know. And I, 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 I've done that here in my community, and uh, I, I think it's important for people to not give up and just keep doing the stuff. You know, I, I hate to hear somebody, you know, uh, just giving up on on, on everything, uh, on music especially, because I'm a musician. But
0: um, well, I, I could never give up playing. I. I I don't write as much as I'd like to, but I could never stop playing. And I, I have, as a matter of fact, I, got, I have a gig tomorrow night. I, I do mostly covers, though, you know, and I sneak my originals in there from time to time. But there's so many That's great songs that have already been written that I, I am happy to play them.
1: Yeah.
0: It brings me joy to play other people's music. It's like, it doesn't have to have been written by me for me to totally immerse myself and... Uh, my sister gave me some great advice once. When I was younger, like whoever I was playing, I would imitate him. If I was singing Bowie, I'd try to sing it like Bowie. If I was singing Neil Young, I would try to, do, you know, how everybody tries to sing like Neil Young. And my sister Cindy said, you know, Hal, why don't, when you sing, stop trying to imitate the person who, whose song you're doing. Just do 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 it in your own voice. And I think when you do other people's music, that it's important to make it yours, Take that song and make it yours. Don't do it in person. People already know what they sound like.
1: Yeah.
0: So, and I'm still guilty of you know going into that, falling into the Neil Young voice when I'm singing Neil Young. But I'm, uh, sure. I'm getting better. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm getting better at it. I'm like, now Where'd I'm going to do it to like, the damage done. <laughs> <laughs> a little part of it, you and everyone. everyone. You, know, you know, I always joke about like, if I had a birthday party. I could never invite Neil Young to my party because his song, his voice is so so melancholy, and I don't want anybody at my party going "Happy Birthday to You." And I'm like, nah, it's not happy. That's not a happy voice." Sorry about that. I got side. I get it's sidetracked okay. very easily. I go into entertainer mode, which is, gets you in trouble when you're talking to another a fellow entertainer.
1: Well, I, you know, I. Uh sometimes i can't play at all you know sometimes i i pick up my guitar and my fingers won't work
0: yeah you know? I,
1: I have to wait until that moment when the drugs have kicked in and, and i can feel it and i then i'm then i'm then i'm playing
0: yeah you know,
1: i try to take advantage of those times
0: whatever doing you're doing okay. yeah whatever you're doing it's working I and mean, you're looking yeah, pretty yeah, good okay. man and I'm I'm really glad I got a chance to talk to you because uh, yeah, me too. I, 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 I'm really glad. I, I wanted too. to touch base with you anyway for the longest time, so yeah,
1: I'm this glad is as good to be, as to see you too.
0: Same here. Good as excuses as any. Do you want to play us out a little bit with a with a little slide?
1: Sure.
0: All right. Well, that's Gary Michael Mazzola. Uh, you can check out Gary's website, GaryMichaelMazzola.com. Uh, there's some video clips, some audio, and uh, talks about his uh, project, the um, the musical he's directing, uh, Young Frankenstein by Mel Brooks. And uh, that's about it. So uh, next week on the show, we'll be talking with Chad Watts. And uh, Chad's like a world-class bass player. He's played with the Imperials. Ronnie Millsap, the Burrito Brothers, Marshall Tucker, Jerry Jeff Walker, Waylon Jennings. He's got a long list, Janice and Donovan. Uh, so we'll just be talking. To, he doesn't like to brag, so I don't even need to name drop. <laughs> Chad, Chad's a pleasure to talk to, and I uh, can't wait to turn the rest of you guys on to him. All right, I'm going for a drive. See you next week. <laughs>